0: Welcome to my first recommendation review. Uh, For those of you who have been following me recently on Instagram, as I've just started on there, I've been using it to talk about movies, and I decided something I wanted to do is just throw out movies that I like as recommendations on the weekend. Uh, Hopefully something that's easy for people to find, something that's streaming on a common streaming service, or just easily accessible. And then, if people watch it, or if they've seen it before, maybe they want to hear me talk about why I love the movie um you know as podcasts are just sort of one-sided conversations but this weekend I talked about or I recommended Warrior and I am going to talk about it a little bit but first I just want to talk about why I'm doing this and that's because well there's really two reasons one is that I just like movies and like talking about them and two is I like finding different ways to have creative outlets you know I've done it in the forms of a blog a podcast um social media, just any way that I can think of to be creative and talking about movies. I know it's not the most pure artistic expression to just analyze somebody else's art, but hey, you know, give me a break. I'm I'm trying here. And on Instagram, I'm trying to keep, when I do movie reviews, really short, um, because as you're scrolling through a timeline, you don't want to stop and stay on something for a really long time, so I said one-minute reviews uh, was my goal. They've already crept towards two minutes. It's really hard to review shorter than that, Um, but here my idea is I'll podcast it and it can be a little longer but i'll still try to limit myself because i know you guys don't want to sit down and listen to an hour of me talking about a movie so i have it in my mind i'll cap this at 15 minutes like that's the hard out i don't even necessarily have to go that long but that's the hard out okay so let's go ahead and get to the business at hand let's talk about the movie and if you're watching this i'm assuming that you have seen the movie and so this is obviously going to be spoiler full talk um and i'm not really going to explain anything because i'm trusting that you know what i'm talking about having seen The movie. The thing that stands out most to me in this movie is Tom Hardy. This is the first time that I had really seen Tom Hardy in a movie. Um, Inception had come out the year before and he had a big supporting role in Inception. That's where a lot of people got introduced to him but I gotta be honest it was a few years down the line before I actually watched Inception. I know that's weird for a movie guy that was such a big blockbuster movie but for whatever reason I just missed it when it came out. So I had no uh, connection to Tom Hardy and when I watched this movie I was blown away I was like who is this guy he was just magnetic to watch on screen and I remember watching the the behind-the-scenes making of and writer director Gavin O'Connor saying that he wanted to cast guys who were relatively unknown in the main parts because he didn't want the viewers to have a lot of baggage going in with them he wanted people to be able to believe that they were these guys and that's pretty much what happened because I didn't know him from anything else hadn't seen Inception where he plays this really suave uh, British guy I had no idea that he wasn't just a rough kid from Pittsburgh. And the thing about it is, I mean, it's a cool character. It's a cool character. He gets to act out. So that obviously helps the writing. But just the little things that Tom Hardy does really makes the character stand out. I mean, one of the standout scenes and one of my favorite scenes and probably everybody's favorite scenes is the first scene where he fights uh, Mad Dog in the gym where he volunteers to spar with him and then he ends up kicking Mad Dog's butt. Well, there's a moment where he's offering to fight him or spar with him, and the trainer asks him, "You fight before?" And he's leaning against the ropes, and he kind of just does this. Yeah, nod. And for whatever reason, it's like it's perfect. It's such a little thing, such a subtle thing, acting choice, and yet uh, it really stands out to me. Suppose disconnected, Go through the list. Find me somebody. Give me Joe Bones. What I'm saying is that if you need somebody now. I'm happy to keep your boy warm for you. Again, I love that and I feel like that's my spirit animal, like that's how I look anytime somebody asks me a question. Well, I don't look that cool, but in my mind, like that's what I'm doing, like a Yeah. So uh, I mentioned that I had hardly any experience with Hardy before this movie, but it turns out I had seen him in something before. I just didn't realize it. You guys, I didn't know this until I was literally researching for this, that Tom Hardy was in the movie Black Hawk Down in 2001, uh, played a character that you actually see on screen a decent amount, and I just had no idea it was Tom Hardy. And actually, he was in the credits as Thomas Hardy. Good change to Tom Hardy there. I don't think it would feel the same if he was the famous actor Thomas Hardy but uh, yeah he was great in this movie I could go on and on about Thomas Hardy but I got that heart out so let's move on I think that everybody else was also really good in the movie I think Joel Edgerton was really good in the movie I just think he had the less interesting character right Uh, Tom Hardy had the more interesting character to work with he ended up with the more interesting performance Edgerton's sort of supposed to be I think the audience is in the more of an everyman Uh, he is the actual underdog the Rocky of the story if you will Uh, but it's just not as compelling of a character Nick Nolte is awesome. Uh, great job in the supporting role. Uh, again, based on what I've read about this, that the studio didn't want Nick Nolte originally, that uh, they were kind of against it. I guess he just had a point in his career where Nick Nolte is not exactly a name you want associated with your movie. But Gavin O'Connor uh, knew Nick Nolte, wanted him for the role, got him for the role, and he ended up being the only thing nominated for an Oscar in this movie. He was nominated for Best Supporting Actor. He didn't win but a nomination's still good he lost to Christopher Plummer who was in the movie beginners which I've never even heard of so way to go Oscars of course this is the same year that they also gave the best actor award to the guy in the artist instead of Brad Pitt Romani ball so not a banner year for the Oscars I do want to give some props to Gavin O'Connor who wrote and directed this movie he also did miracle that's my favorite sports movie and so I think one of the reasons why I was in on this movie from the beginning is it said from the guy who brought you Miracle. And so I was like, yeah, you, you've you bought the clout to have me just see your movie. And I felt like he delivered again on this one. Uh, there's He just has a great tone in this movie. I love it because the fighting is cool and all, but actually I think if you took all the fighting out of this movie, it'd still be a good movie. He just shoots the drama and the, the interpersonal dynamics really well. Most of the movie has sort of a... Uh, it's a lot of nighttime shots, or at least the best scenes are the scenes, the first scene in the movie with Tom Hardy and Nick Nolte, the scene where the brothers meet on the boardwalk at night. A lot of these dark scenes and they're emotional, uh, really well done. I fell in love. What the hell was I supposed to you do? You were supposed to stick to the plan. You were supposed to come with us. Mom needed you. I needed you, my big brother. You failed on. Me. Hey, I'm glad you stayed. Everything worked out. You leave, you get the opposite. Okay? You leave, you get to bury people. You are not the only one that suffered, Tommy. I didn't even know she was sick. I never even got the chance to say goodbye to my own mother. Such a good scene. Uh, I also love the scene in the casino late at night when Nick Nolte confronts Tom Hardy and... Asked for some forgiveness, and he says, you and Brennan don't seem to understand, it's too late for that, everything already happened. Like, that's such a, man, such a heart-wrenching moment. He's just like, I I don't have anything left, I'm just sort of uh, a broken person at this point. And then the scene uh, when Brennan is fighting Koba, the big bad of the movie, and it's before the third, he's not really a big bad, like, they don't really make anyone villainous, but he's the toughest guy to beat in this tournament, supposedly. And his trainer, before the third round, Brennan's just sort of been surviving. You can tell he hasn't been that aggressive. He's been just trying to survive. And the trainer asks him, he says, well, you know, what are we doing here? Did you come to win or not? If you didn't, that's fine, we'll throw in the towel. But then he reminds him, he says, if you don't win, if you don't knock him out, you lose the fight. If you don't knock him out, you don't have a home. And it's like, boom, you know, that's the, you know, hard hitting reality moment. And Brennan realizes like, yeah, dude, I gotta go knock this dude out. And then he goes out aggressive and he fights ends up winning cool moments in the movie and then obviously you know the final fight the final ending the brothers walking off together to the national song like it's good good ending a lot of good moments in this movie can't talk about them all so now I do want to talk a little bit about some of the things in this movie that aren't as great on rewatch I do think overall it's a great movie but when you rewatch movies over and over again that's when you start to notice flaws and really the only flaw of this movie is that it's kind of cheesy right like the the coincidences and the things that build up are just too much uh, the first time i watched it like i did, it didn't bother me at all that like out of all the people in the world these two ended up at the same mixed martial arts tournament well i mean like at first you know you think about it like oh that's a convenience but it doesn't bother you uh, and the more you watch it you're like how in the world did this happen but uh, really the thing that that falls apart to me on rewatches i don't know if it's falls apart i don't know who you're supposed to root for in the movie Again, I think Brennan's supposed to be the character, the older brother, the one that audience is attached to, because most people don't relate to a Tom Hardy's character where you're like, you know, a war hero, but also a deserter, uh, trying to win money for a friend's family, and his story's crazy. More relatable is a guy who had to move on from his dream, became a teacher, but isn't making ends meet, and this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for him to take care of his family. little more relatable. So the first time I watched it, I actually was rooting for his character. I wanted his character to win in the end. But on rewatches, I'm going, is this the guy I should be rooting for? Like his whole motivation is that he's going to lose his house. He's going to be foreclosed uh, because he can't afford it. And he tells the banker, he says, "There's my wife and I have three jobs between the two of us and we can't make our payments. And on rewatches, I'm sitting there going like, dude, why can't you make your payments? Like, I know that teachers don't get paid enough, but like public school teachers get paid decently. I think this dude just isn't living within his means. And it's even shown at the first time we meet him, it's his daughter's birthday party and his wife is asking him, you know, like, hey, that looks like an awfully big present you got there. I thought we agreed we weren't doing presents. And he's like, oh, it's her birthday. What was I gonna do, not get her a present? And she's like, "Uh, yeah, because we have a budget and that's what it means. You don't spend outside the budget. So it's like, dude, you're just bad with money. Like, why am I rooting for you? You're bad with money and you're gonna lose your home because of it. You don't deserve to win all these millions of dollars, I actually, on rewatches, like, yeah, I want Tommy to win. Tommy, you should beat him in the end. And we don't even get to know what happens. That's It's a brilliant way to leave off the movie is the brothers walking off together and feeling like everything. That's the emotional height of the movie, and so you have to end right there, but of course you have the questions, the unanswerable questions, to steal a term from Bill Simmons' rewatchables podcast. By the way, uh, I was blogging rewatch reactions before his podcast came out, so I don't feel like I'm ripping it off. I'm just doing a podcast version of something I was blogging. What, why do I get so distracted? My point is, I want to know if Brennan gave Tommy some money and he was able to give the money where he wanted to to his friend's family. That would have been, to me, a more happy ending on rewatches, but um, I know we're supposed to like Brennan. That's a It's a small nitpick. The conveniences um, of them ending up at the same tournament. The fact that nobody knew they were brothers. Okay, the fact that nobody knew who Tom Hardy's character was. You're telling me you're entering this big tournament that's being broadcast around the world and like at no point do they ask for a social security number like they couldn't figure out who he was because he was using his mother's maiden name instead of his last name and they were just like okay we don't know who this guy is there's no record of him that's fine we'll let him fight in our tournament seems seems a bit odd on rewatches like he had a social security number right and probably had to fill that out on some paperwork at some point couldn't fake that didn't have a maiden social security number so that's, I mean, you know, small things that I'm nitpicking here that you see on rewatches and hopefully I'm not spoiling anything in the movie for you that you love in particular. But, um, yeah, that's it. That's that's Warrior. That's my my rewatch reactions. Those are the things that I want to talk about. I hope you guys have seen this movie. If you're watching this, um, it'd be cool if you watched it because of my recommendation. Let me know if you did. Like, that would just make me feel really good about throwing out my recommendation. And also, I would love for this to become a little bit more interactive. So, if you ever watch one of my recommendations and have any thoughts, send them to me like text me, message me, whatever, email me. And I would be happy to, you know, share some of your thoughts over this podcast. That way, it's not just me talking, It'd be mostly me talking. I like mostly me talking. My thoughts are the best thoughts, right? Anyways, uh, that's it for this time for talking about Warrior. Hope you enjoyed. Me talking about this movie that I really love. I hope you enjoyed the movie, more importantly. And then, uh, you know, I'll be throwing out another recommendation this Friday. So, see you next time.